It takes more than writing a blog post titled X Considered Harmful to be a Software Engineer. This is episode 268 of the Soft Skills Engineering Podcast. I'm your host, Jameson Dance. I'm your host, Dave Smith. Soft Skills Engineering is a weekly advice show where we answer your non-technical questions about the technical field of software development. And we also note that lots of people use the same title for their blog posts. Do you know about the... Uh, I guess I should explain the joke because that... <laughs> That's how you make jokes funny. Oh man, I can't Let's wait. Explain them. <laughs> you know the the go to considered harmful letter that Dykstra wrote. Yes, and you know what? I'm so glad that you just said that because I was thinking to myself, do I actually know the origin story of the X considered harmful meme? And I and I thought to myself, hey, what was it? It was go to, right? It was. Yeah, go to statement considered harmful. It was a letter to the ACM or something like that. I think. Yes, Dykstra was like. He was like the original snooty genius uh, computer (laughs) scientist, I feel like. Yeah. And for some reason, that title of thing considered harmful just really stuck in people's brains. And now, what is it, 40 years later, you still see no more than that. 53. Don't make me do math live on the air. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But many years later, you still see the same title. Yes. I wonder if we're going to see like the listicle title last for half a half a century the what the what title the listicle you know the article that is just a list of things like oh. top 15 cool hairstyles you won't believe yes. number seven right which you can never get to seven because of all the ads <laughs> yeah <laughs> the distant future when we have flying cars and teleportation you'll be like teleporting through hyperspace and then on the side of hyperspace will be projected a, an ad for an article called Top 15 alien body modifications or something like that. <laughs> you want to thank our patrons, Dave? I do. Our patrons are not considered harmful, just so you know. No. I'd like to say thank you to those folks that are contributing at the level that gets them a weekly shout out. They are Nick Cantar, Braden Keynes, John Grant, Philip John Basile, Dennis Bogdanov, Travis Sanders, Nick Hathaway, Taras Haruk, BitesofWisdom.com with the Y, Ragnar Hardison, Oladapa, Fadi, Yarn Spains, and FizzBuzz Influencer, Roman Denisov, Adrian Boarding, Jonathan King, Testing is Documenting.org, Will Angel, Monkey Face Emoji, Ira Chan, Patreon.com.au, We're Hiring, and Kashakton, Ohio. We should go there sometime. We should. Just read that sentence. Read the patron. In the town square. Tribute in, yeah, in the middle. That'd be cool. <laughs> Should I read our first question now? Let's do it. Okay, this is a question from a listener named Jack. I have a question about title inflation, where you get promoted faster than your experience would normally suggest for that specific title. If I've been a senior software engineer for all of a year, and am now getting recruiting offers for director and VP of engineering jobs, is it worth interviewing and seeing where it goes? I don't really see myself at that level, but I might be able to level up to it quickly. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. So I, you know, I am excited that you're getting these offers, but I think you've missed the boat because I've been getting recruiting offers for president of the earth. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I just roll my eyes and, 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 and click delete on the email. Yeah. These <laughs> global, I don't know, what are they for? The secret global elite recruiting yes. team? They have to recruit. Yeah. So- Okay. If a company is offering, recruiting you for a director or VP of engineering job with no management experience, I'm assuming you don't have any <laughs> management experience because of the senior software engineer um, title, yeah. uh-huh. then you do not want to work at that company. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
if that's how they judge (laughs) talent and fitness for the role, then you don't want to see like what their CEO is like. (laughs) What do you think is happening here? Is this just recruiters casting a a very, very wide net of just blasting emails out to literally everyone thousand people they just find (laughs) on LinkedIn? Yeah, I was thinking to myself, if you got one of those, you could chalk it up to, you know, someone clicked the wrong filter checkbox on LinkedIn. But when you get a bunch of them in a row, it's like, what are, are we really that desperate? Yeah. That we're just, we've just been like, yes, clear all the filters, send the email to everyone on LinkedIn. (laughs) Wasn't there a famous manager or CEO guy named Jack, Jack, Jack Dorsey, Jack, oh, oh, Jack Welch. Yeah, he was the CEO of General Electric for a few decades. Maybe they think you're him. <laughs> they just saw Jack and were like, oh, well, I thought he's been dead for like 20 years, but uh, here he is. He pivoted to software. He's got plenty of experience. <laughs> you can't blame him. He died last year, so maybe they just didn't get the email. Oh, I thought he died in twenty in 2001. Okay. Hasn't died that long ago. No, he was last year. That makes it more plausible then that yes. they think you're Jack Welch if he only Maybe died last year. <laughs> have you ever seen those like very strategic, uh, on the other side of the recruiting table, very strategic outreaches to get a job at a company? Like I, I read an article by someone who wanted a job at a particular company. So they created an extremely targeted Facebook ad campaign that ended up only targeting like five people. (laughs) And one of them was the CEO of this company. Like he did a little research on the company, figured out some of the CEO's interests and just tried to get lucky. And and like they put the name of the CEO right in the Facebook ad (laughs) 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 and said, hire me. Like I found you through this Facebook ad. I'm really good at marketing. Hire me. (laughs) Something like that. Anyway, that's like the exact opposite of this. Yeah. Just anybody with a pulse. I... We don't mean to poo-poo your experience or skill, Jack. I'm just assuming that you are not qualified to be a director or VP of engineering. Yet. But five minutes after you sign this offer letter, you will be. <laughs> so director can mean a lot of things depending on the size of company. But I feel like the baseline is you are managing other managers. You have multiple teams reporting to you. Right. Um, if it's less than that, then it's a weird director role, which I've had in the past because my previous company was very cavalier with titles. And they thought, mm-hmm. oh, you manage people, let's just call it a director. And I said, okay. You know, like on a movie set. 20-something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize that meant a thing. I might be able to level up to it quickly. I don't think you will be able to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you can just pick up being a VP on on the job if you have not managed before. The abstraction level is way higher than working as a software developer. And the abstraction level of working as a, a line level manager is already higher than, than a software dev. So you're like several levels removed from that line level manager amount of abstraction. But Jameson, engineers are good at abstraction. It's what we do. I don't think they are. <laughs> I think they build abstractions. Well, we, I think we build abstractions and then we curse them as they as shoot they us in the foot later, as they, as they betray us later on. As they leak. Yep. Should Jack interview though and just see what happens? Well, geez. I find it hard to believe you would pass a phone screen though. I mean, <laughs> if the recruiter calls you up and then asks you, tell me about your career and your experience growing a business from like 10 million to 100 million in annual revenue. And you just yeah. say, uh... I haven't done I can that. Tell you about Postgres. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, look. So it could very well be, like you said, that 
They're throwing the word director and VP around because it truly is a case of title inflation. In which case, this could actually just mean there's two engineers, you're one of them, and you're in charge. Ah, you know, here's your VP true. of engineering title. Yeah. So if that's the case, yeah, apply. But if it's like, <laughs> there's 75 engineers at this company and they need someone to lead their distributed team of you know, 20 teams and managers of managers, I don't think you're doing you know, anyone triple a service. In size over the next two yeah. years. And, <laughs> I don't think you're yeah. doing anyone a service by applying for that job. I think you should still talk to the recruiter just to see what happens. Yeah, just call them up. Look, recruiters love it when people write back. And they really love it when you say, yes, I am available for a, quote, quick call. Yeah. You know, to, quote, hop on a call to discuss this opportunity. They love it. So you'll definitely get that call. Why, I will forward this opportunity to all of my friends and colleagues. (laughs) Who I think might be a good fit. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I will do your job for you. <laughs> Jeez, Jameson, how mean! <laughs> but seriously, like, I it would be fun just to kind of feel some of these out and be like, what exactly? I mean, you know what? I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they're honest and just say, uh, yeah, I, I just got a little overeager on the LinkedIn search. Yeah, I spammed just too many people, but they won't say that probably. I have an experience that makes me cringe to think back on it, and so I will tell it to several thousand. Tens of thousands of people. <laughs> millions. Millions of people. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, if someone broadcasts this over the radio, those waves go out to space, right? That's right. If someone downloads it over Wi-Fi, then I'm assuming it's going to all of all of space. Yes, it is. Yeah. So I was I had been a consultant for a while. I was looking for something more full time. I had a a moderate amount of management experience. I had a friend of the family who had a software company who I found out was hiring a VP of engineering. And I thought that kind of sounds like management, which is more of what I want to do. I'll just go in and talk to him. And I went in, they asked me about my past experience. And then in retrospect, I I see a lot of signs of them trying to let me down softly i think this relationship <laughs> and tell me yeah this is not at all <laughs> for you <laughs> and i didn't get it i was just like huh i guess they're not interested it took me it took me longer than it should have to realize wait i don't yeah. think i am qualified for this job <laughs> but i'm still alive it didn't kill me and that's how I judge the success of any endeavor. <laughs> if you're my, around my to think afterwards. about it, then it was a success. <laughs> yeah. You're like, for today's retrospective, I would just like us all to call this a green sprint successful because we're here to talk about it. <laughs> we didn't devolve into a battle royale scenario where we all fought each other until there was only one survivor. <laughs> And that's the VP of engineering. Right. <laughs> Congratulations. You've advanced to this stage of the interview. <laughs> so Okay, have we answered the question? Oh, well, let's, we haven't. You have more wisdom. I don't have any wisdom. And those of you who've listened to more than zero episodes already knew that. But what I will say is that is there title inflation to this degree? And I would say I have not observed that. I have not observed director and VP engineering jobs being so widespread and diluted to that point. I have certainly seen the startup, you know, garage engineering team with three people and one of them's got to be the VP for sure. Yeah. That's been around forever though. 
So I'm not seeing it devolve to that level. Now the you know the other titles like senior principal staff engineer these are these are certainly getting tossed around willy-nilly by whoever wants to uh, all the time. And we've we've talked about that like from one company to the next they they have basically no translatable meaning. Yeah. Even sometimes from one team to the next. Yeah, that's true. That's sometimes true. the the levels are in relation to the other people on the team, sort of. Yeah. If you're staff on one team, you might be senior on another team because the the team is is more competent or something. Interesting. Well, not not that you would get down leveled. I guess I'm saying in a how do I put this? There is a world where you join a team. The team is not doing great because they're not very talented you do very well on that team and right. then are recognized for that and get promoted right but if you had joined a higher functioning team with more productive team members then you would not stick out as much and would not have gotten promoted right okay well, there we go i'm done with those words <laughs> do you want to give me some different words <laughs> nope <laughs> i like those <laughs> <laughs> they came out really good they did thank you Shall I read our next question? Please. This comes from a listener named Melody who says, should I take a remote work offer? Sorry, let me emphasize the correct words here. Should I take a remote work offer or find a new job in a new place? I am moving to another country with my husband in two months. I am the only front-end developer in the team, and my company has been facing difficulty hiring people. So my boss asked me if I could work for the company as a remote employee. I am reluctant to the offer because my plan has always been to find a new job so that I can blend in with the local community, not to mention the 12-hour time difference and lack of new challenges. Sadly, I find it difficult to reject him and leave my colleagues behind. What is a better action to take? Reject him. Leave your colleagues behind. Easy. (laughs) You're so heartless, Jameson. I am heartless for the boss and have the best interests of the question asker in mind. I have worked with folks on a 12-hour time difference for several years now, and they are some of the most talented people I've ever worked with, and it's brutal. It's so hard. It's, oh, I hate it. It's so hard to communicate, and someone's always up late or up very early. Yeah, it's it's just really hard to make work in a very smooth way. So that would be rough, especially if you haven't done it before. You're probably underestimating how rough it would be. Imagine how isolated you feel as the only front-end developer, the only person that that knows your HTML from your CSS, and then add that to you never, ever see anyone else online ever again from your company. You only just yeah. send them emails and then hear back <laughs> the next day. If you thought, right, if you thought it was hard being a remote developer where you have video, you know, real-time video interaction, imagine how hard it would be if you don't even have that and you're remote. I mean, there, there are... There's the open source model where it's very distributed and very autonomous, but I have found that most companies do not work in that same model, and you can't just kind of let someone go off and noodle for six months on a thing, and then they come back and present it. There's a lot more coordination required. That's exactly what I was just thinking. It's one thing if your team is already time zone distributed all over the world, and it's another, another thing entirely if you've got yourself a local team and you're going to be the only one in this 12-hour time difference. Like, oh, man. That's like the absolute setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, it's going to be going to be very isolating. And guess, by the way, guess who gets blamed for everything? <laughs> <laughs> My code was working when I went to bed. It must have been that developer on the other side of the world. Right. They must have changed it while I was asleep. <laughs> oh, and who's not here to defend themselves? 
It's like the changeling story. Somebody swapped my code out like they swapped babies out back in the day. I find it difficult to reject him and leave my colleagues behind. Yeah, I mean, it's if you enjoy working somewhere, it, it is difficult to quit. I think your quality of life will be better if you get a local job. I don't know where you're moving to and what the job market is like there. So, so maybe you could stay on at this role until you find a local job. Yeah, like maybe this will help with continuity a little. Yeah, and and you can pitch it to the company as I mean they they're not hiring anybody in in your role, so they need some continuity now. I think it's worth it to them, even if you're if they know you're looking around. But you know you know what's going to happen if if they're trying to find people to replace you, they're going to ask you to interview them, and you're in a twelve hour shifted time zone, which means. You're going to be doing interviews at 2 a.m.? Yeah, just tell them, sure, wake up at 2 a.m. And then <laughs> I'll interview them. I'll be happy to. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, someone someone is always awake at an astonishing hour if, if there's a 12-hour time zone difference or 12-hour time difference. Lack of new challenges. I've totally skipped over that. I mean, that's just that by itself is a reason people quit their jobs. Yes, you did. You did, in fact, call the Quit Your Job podcast. Not sure if that was clear <laughs> in the advertising <laughs> I don't know. I haven't I haven't seen what felt like such a clear-cut case in a while. And it's easy because I don't know the people. I don't have connections with them. I'm not going to see the sad tears they will cry when you hand them a, like a React code base and they say, where are the pointers? <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm, I'm looking at it dispassionately. But, but with I, passion. I don't see. Well, with cold passion. Cold <laughs> Cold, steely, determined passion. Yeah, I don't see how it will be better for your life to stay working for this company. Yeah. Now, if there's no companies in your new destination that will hire you, then, you know, but you really want to be in that destination, then that's a different kind of a different situation. Yeah, maybe maybe your husband is going to work on like an oil rig in the middle of the ocean <laughs> 12 hours away and... Well, it would be tough to do your job anyways, but it would be tough to find a non-oil rig job, I imagine, if you were living on that thing. That would be amazing. I'm a software developer. I live on an oil rig. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get that kick? <laughs> well, <laughs> just one of my goals. Just applied. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Leaving colleagues behind. So I do have a tip here. I have, um, in the past, when I have quit jobs or when I've had colleagues leave, I didn't do this deliberately, but I basically never talked to them again. <laughs> Just like, oh? I don't know, I, my, my time was focused on the current people I worked with. But in the past few years, I've become better at keeping up with people I used to work with. And I actually do something really, speaking of cold and mechanical, I set reminders in my phone to check in with people every few months. So I'll, I'll just have a little reminder go off that says, check in with this person. And I think, oh yeah. And I just send them a text. I mean, it's not because I'm, I don't need anything from them. It's just, I just want to stay in touch. Yeah. So you don't have to leave them behind completely. Also, you're going to leave them behind anyways, because you're going 12 hours away. So That's true. Yeah. These people are dead to you. They're going to be never awake <laughs> when you're awake and always asleep when you're <laughs> awake. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have a pretty clear opinion on this one. Any well, mitigating you, factors, Dave? Any any way we can hedge this at all? Let's see. Um, maybe you're an extreme introvert and you actually prefer to be awake when everyone around you is asleep and you could start working nights in your new place uh, so that you can have real-time interactions with your coworkers, but only your coworkers. 
Huh. Everyone else in your life is shut out. Okay. Maybe maybe you despise meetings so much and your company is so meeting heavy that this is your way of avoiding meetings. You'll just be asleep during all the meetings. Someone has to tell you what's going on. They, so you just you just get some summary handed to you. It's probably like two weeks out of date at any given yeah. point. Yeah. But at least you didn't have to go to those meetings. Yeah. All right. I'm flip-flopping. Back to yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the job. Skip the meetings. Keep the job. No, I think you should quit. Have we answered it? I think so. Good luck. You know, send us a message and let us know how it goes from your new time zone. Yeah. That'd be cool. What can people do if they want their own questions answered, Dave? Go to softskills.audio and click the ask a questions but ask a ask a questions button. Yeah, we're going to have to reword that to to match what I just it's said. It's in Latin. <laughs> for fun. <laughs> and you can you can fill out our little form there to a- ask your question and you know, you can give us whatever information you like. You can actually type any information into any of the boxes and It'll come through to us. <laughs> Go crazy. Put your name yeah. in the email field. Yeah, you can do, you can do that. <laughs> Go wild. Our validation code is very weak. <laughs> you can even ask your question in the name field. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't Whoa. worry. We're pretty good. And, and we just also want to say thank you to so many people who have written in questions. There are a lot of questions out there. And I feel like now is a good time to reiterate the fact that when Jameson thought we should start this podcast five years ago, five and a half years ago, I thought... We'll probably do two or three episodes and run out of material. Well, <laughs> here we are, 260-something episodes later. Thank you so much to everyone. Yeah, it's great. All right, we will catch you next week. Bye.